Saludos makes shoes that make you feel like you are on vacation. From perfect one-on-one date espadrilles to rose ceremony heels and wedges, they have you covered. I have espadrilles from Saludos, and I love them. They're good for so many occasions. I happen to have the flats with like a, a leather casing, and they work out great. I highly recommend them. Saludos makes thoughtfully crafted shoes for wherever you travel, whether that's to the most dramatic rose ceremony ever or just around the corner to hang with your girlfriends. So visit saludos.com and get 10% off with the code BACHELOR. Now let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's the B-side, and it's the biggest ringer crossover event of 2019. Today's guest here with me, Juliette Littman, is the co-host of One Shining Podcast, Mr. Club Trillionaire, Mr. Club Trillion, Mark Titus. Welcome, Mark Titus. Wait, what? What am I doing here? How did this come about? This This is how it came about. Mm -hmm. Tell the story. You get here much earlier than I knew. What time do you get to work? I get get here very early, like 8 a.m. Okay. I got here like at 8.15. I was Mm -hmm. walking to my office. You were sitting alone on your phone, just reading about The Bachelor. Yeah. And And I was like, okay, cool. Do you want to come on the podcast? Yes. Um, I, I, I read about the bachelor. So I, I do not always watch the bachelor. Uh, I pop in every so often. I don't watch every season. Okay. What's the, um, before Colton, what's the most recent season you watched? The Ben, the Ben, was it Higgins? Ben Higgins. The, he's yeah. the one from Indiana, right? Uh-huh. So I need a hook. I'm one of those types. So okay. I'm from Indiana. Um, everyone I, knows. Yes. Uh, Ben Higgins knows like some of the guys that played basketball. I, he's got like a little basketball friends, side to him. He's friends with the Zellers. Right. So uh, I knew this. I didn't, I'm not going to say I knew who he was, but like that was enough of a story for me to be like, I need to watch this guy, see what this is about. Yeah. Um, and then I went back out. And then so the virgin thing with Colton that got me back, back in. They got me back in. I was like, all right, I haven't watched The Bachelor in a few seasons. I'll watch this. But I, I understand that there's like some backstory to Colton. My brother was trying to tell me because I told him I was coming on this podcast. Uh-huh. So he's trying to give me the backstory of like who Tia is and what the Paradise Does thing was. Watch? Yeah, he watches like every season. He watches all oh, of them. Great. He watches Paradise. He watches it all. So he was telling me that uh, basically is the gist of like Colton had a girlfriend sort of had a serious thing but then he found out he was going to be the bachelor he had a chance at it so then he like broke that up and and that that's the way my brother told me he's like he, he was into this girl tia yeah yeah and, so then, he, and then he got the sense that it wasn't serious so how serious oh, it can it serious? be if you're oh, a 26 year old virgin though that's, that's a good point like that is a good point so this is this is what happened colton um on social media was like tweeting about when when ari season was happening last mm-hmm. year he was tweeting about Tia, who got who was made it to top four, top three, Craig? Top four. Top four. And she was a fan favorite, but she also was like really catty. But so he started tweeting at her and they like immediately somehow she responded. I don't know. Thirsty people find each other. And he was living in LA, though he like claims Denver as his home for reasons I don't understand. And he flew her out to California. Uh-huh. They like hung out for like eight hours. Like there's some like weird time limit placed <laughs> on this story. I think they made out and then and then they and then he went on the bachelorette so he broke up with her and he wanted it to be Tia but he, oh. but it was Becca. So mm. that so whatever that was like a whole drama. Tia shows up on the bachelorette to tell Becca about it to be like I know that guy, we had like a thing. And like I suppose it's like a thing but it's not nothing real. Yeah. And then do you know about Bachelor in Paradise? I I know of the show. I don't know what happened there. So then yeah. then Tia and Colton are both on Bachelor in Paradise for like I think 2 days literally. They tried to date. 
he had like an emotional breakdown. He left the show. She stayed and and that's a wrap and it was over. And a lot of people view Bachelor in Paradise as like a training ground or a testing ground or a place to audition for being The Bachelor. And many people think that he went on Paradise not because uh, he wanted to see Tia, but because he wanted to be The Bachelor. Was successful. He is now The Bachelor. And we have now okay. just seen him go well, that, to, to hometowns. That helps. Uh, so I feel like I'm up to speed now. One um, other crucial piece of information about Colton is he had a he had a relationship with Allie Raisman, the gymnast. I did know this. Yes. Yeah, because that was who he was alluding to yes. with, with the talk with Caitlin. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. That was a big thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's interesting because like I wouldn't consider myself a part of Bachelor Nation, but I found that um, it's almost like there's more stuff going on outside of the show. There's like yes. the the forums and the Twitters and the whatever else is good. Like all the discussion about it, the fact that you have to like know the backstories of all these people, it's wild. It feels like well, in, a- in this podcast, for example, like people, there are people like consuming more content around The Bachelor. It's like, sure. people, they just want to, comp- I don't know. I'm part of the economy. Yeah. Yeah. But so for you, you're not, you're, you aren't taking all that in. Like, like just on like a TV spectacle, do you enjoy yeah. the show? Um, I, I definitely enjoy it. I used to watch it all the time uh, when it first kind of started and I was like in high school mm-hmm. and junior high. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. The premise is an unbelievable. And I would say my critique is that they have definitely, and I don't know how to fix this, but they have definitely changed it from the the, the premise initially was, was great because you had just people that were there earnestly and they were trying to follow, like they've not found love or they found it and it's, they failed five different times and like, I, I'm only, I'm going to give this one more shot and we're going to go for yeah. it. And then you get to the final three and like, they're like, oh my God, it's going to happen finally. And then they get their hearts broken and it's, it's riveting television. And now all these people coming on to be Instagram models and yes. stuff is is very much a problem for me because I agree. they're all aware. I, I think there was like a, a moment where it was kind of funny and you could get some quirky people and you get some whatever. But now it's like this, the, the, the switch has been completely flipped and the floodgates have opened. And it's now just like, I don't know. I know too many women too who, much. who like want to be celebrities basically. Yeah. Like Hannah G, I don't, I, I think she seems like fine. And she's the one like the doll face. She's from, Al- she's from Alabama but doesn't have the Alabama accent. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to be the bachelorette because I don't think, I, I think that would just like, it would be like a deluge. Like it just would be the, beyond the damn breaking and be like, okay, this is just how you get famous. Right. So how do we, how do we fix that? How do, I, do they, <laughs> in, in casting, maybe they like, don't say it's for the bachelor. You just well, say like, there's a, there's a casting call for this new show. And then people would, find out later it's the bachelor. Cause I think actually they would just have to, cast differently. I don't think what they have to say necessarily matters, but there's probably tons of women who apply and men for that's yeah. right who apply that they don't cast because they don't fit a certain type of bachelor yeah. person. And there are some like always like outside of the box. Like are you familiar? You probably don't know who Evan Bass is, but I know the name actually. Yeah. He ended up marrying someone he met on Bachelor in Paradise. He was kind of like a little weird. He like ran a erectile dysfunction clinic in like he, Texas. He or was something. on a bachelorette season, right? Yes. I, I think I know who this guy is. Yeah. 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 He, let me think about who he was on. I think I, I might have watched this. Season. I think I it was JoJo's. And that I did watch the JoJo because of Jordan Rogers. I watched I watched JoJo because she was on the Ben season. Yes. And Ben told her I love you and then five seconds later proposed to a different woman and I yes. had to pause the TV I was laughing so hard yes he. I think he was way more physically attracted to Jojo yeah. than he was to Lauren but yeah. that's a digression okay. so yeah and then I, know also, I know you're a big Ben fan I'm sorry I don't mean oh, that it's, oh, no, okay. It's, it's okay people say that to me now and it's like though I am a Ben fan I'm also like a rational adult yeah. who's like I understand that like we could disagree or like maybe I have like a Weird obsession, whatever. Anyway, Evan was kind of like outside of the mold. And like every every season, there's a couple of guys who are like, oh, he doesn't strike me as like a bachelorette yeah. contestant or he, she doesn't strike me as that. And I think to get to break the system to your question, they have to cast differently. Like they have to 
consider a different type of woman and man. And and also like, well, this has come, I talked about this in last episode with my friend Lauren. Career has literally no place in this show. Yeah. And like, you're right. trying to like figure out who people are and like get to know them or whatever. Whether you have a job is like, if you have a job, it's almost like a disincentive. Yes. Like if you're, yeah. even though they list their careers, like it's become a joke. And so get a, get a career woman, get a, like a man with it, like a big, a big job. Yeah. It feels like the, um, in, in casting that they're trying to find super interesting people that might be good in front of a camera that might have emotion. I don't, they're, they're like looking for like a star already. Yeah. And that is not what made me love the show in the first place. It was that it, it really felt like it was just average people who were very, very serious. Yeah. That like for, for something, so there's like the chemistry off in their brain. They thought, I haven't been able to find love in my life, but if I go on a reality TV show, I will definitely find love here. And they were very serious about it. And that's what made it so fascinating. Um, and they've just gotten away from that. And that's a bummer. And also Chris Harrison is nowhere to be found. What happened here? What, what's the story there? That's another thing that's frustrating. I think that, I think that he is more present than people realize in the shoot, but like just the way they edit it, if stuff's going to get cut out in like the two mm-hmm. hours, like usually Chris Harrison probably can go. Like, and Colton has gone directly to the women to like mediate fights and like talk and like, yeah. and like settle disputes. Whereas a lot of the hosts or a lot of the leads in, in previous season would go to Chris Harrison to be like, I want to talk this out. But instead he does weird shit. Like they'll be fighting and he just goes and sits down next to them. Like he's just, so, he's a Martian. True. He's so yeah. weird. Have you noticed that on several occasions, He'll be wearing like dress shoes, like at the beach, and he'll just be like walking along the beach, like one foot from the water. <laughs> it's yes. so he makes so many weird choices that just don't make sense. I don't, I don't really get it. He's uh, I, I'm not a fan of this guy. Um, I don't How do know. you feel about him purporting as like an athlete? It's very offensive uh, because as someone who was also an athlete, but not really, um, sure. the idea of like me going on The Bachelor and pretending like I was a star basketball player it would be preposterous. And sure. he's probably technically better at football than I was at basketball. But are we sure, Craig? Are we really sure? I think we are. Oh my God. Calm down, Craig. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's like, but, but that's kind of the Bachelor move though, right? Don't they hype up everyone's job is like, you know, you're a dental assistant, yeah. you're a hygienist, but now you're actually, you're a dentist with your own well, practice. Well, there's drama or with, with Cassie. Yeah. They call her a speech pathologist, but she is not one yet. She's in school. Yeah, yeah. And people are really, so, people who are actual speech pathologists are really offended that she's like taken the title that earning it. I think the thing I'm offended most about is Colton, uh, his physique is not even, his, he's got like 70% as good of a physique as he thinks he does. What is he is, that? I, it's it, so here's what it is. It's I'll very football body, right? It's he's got a football body, but it's not so much his body that bothers me because the guy's got a better physique than I do. So I'm not going to come across as a hater here. It's that you can tell. <laughs> you already have. <laughs> Carry on. You can tell his mental state because I went through this where we, when you're when you're an athlete every day and you're you're eating, you're, people are telling you what to eat and you're working out every day, all that kind of stuff. You're in great shape. You stop playing sports and you think that you still have like this five year window where you're going to have the same body, and mm-hmm. it slowly starts like not being that but and I think he's in that gap right now where he thinks that he's still like the football player the rock solid guy and it's like dude you're not that anymore and it's very weird because I'm not saying he shouldn't take his shirt off I'm not saying but you can just tell the <laughs> you way you kind of are the kind of the way he walks straight all these shower shots all that kind of stuff it's like so many it's, shower it's, shots it's too much it's I just too think much. he looks like Eli Manning kind of Eli Manning bit, body yeah. but I, yeah. I don't get it because he works out so much like does he need a different trainer like how do we get him a six pack I don't is think it he, diet yeah. is it regimen like what needs to change how many workouts does he do without uh, putting them on Instagram or having a camera in front of him though that's my question oh at this, my at this stage in his that life many. that's what makes you think is he actually working I don't know I don't know I'm just saying it's a good question I, I, I'm just giving a warning to Colton because dude I was there uh, and then I woke up 
and got on the scale for the first time in a few years, and I was like 50 pounds heavier than I thought it was. So be careful, buddy. That's all I'll say. You're not the you're not the happy. You He's living in LA. Should we get you guys oh, like okay, a yeah. workout together? Yeah, we should. Hi, yeah, Ronnie together. That. Yeah, we do that. I'm sure he'd go shirtless. He's I don't this yeah. is another thing that bothers me about him is he like claims Denver, but then I think he says yeah. that he actually grew up in Illinois or something like that. But he lives in LA. He's been in LA for mm-hmm. a long time, like for quite some while. Yeah. So that bothers me. I'm like, where are you actually from? That's why I'm sure. The apartments what? they show that are like technically are like allegedly his are not his. So what is that? What 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 is the thought there that you're trying to appeal to Middle America by saying you're a Denver? I Illinois think before guy? he became a fame before. seeker, he lived in Denver probably. So that's all. Yeah, his family's there because that's where he, he took the the group. Because uh, again, I'm I probably fit into the same mold. You know, like I live in the Midwest, but I come out here a lot. So like when I'm out here in LA, I sure. But you come for like how many weeks at a time? Like I 10? know. But then when, I, when I'm out here, I play like the shtick of like, I'm the redneck from the Midwest and it makes me a little different out here. And then when I go back to Ohio, it's like, I go to LA a lot, so I'm better than you guys. Sure. And I just go, you know, I play, pick and play choose. both ways. Yeah, a little code switching, Smart. you know? Yeah, so, sure. Uh, maybe, maybe that's, I'm starting to figure out, maybe I don't like Colton because I see myself in him. <laughs> Do you want to be The Bachelor? Uh, that seems like not fun whatsoever. I think I'm too normal for The Bachelor. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm way too normal. This is like... the. At week three, I would say like this is absurd, and I would just want to stop you filming. Just I just feel like this is so obviously that's true, but I have heard that you really like get pulled into it, and like people just buy in, and they're just like you because you're. It's like being in the bubble, like you're cut yeah. off from everyone you know. You mm-hmm. don't have a phone. You can't watch movies. You can't even read. Like all you have to do is like be the bachelor or like be a contestant. Like, you're not allowed to do a single other thing. So at a certain point, it just becomes your reality. Did you uh did you catch Cassie? I'm 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 sure you talked about it already or you noticed. Uh Cassie when she was talking to her dad said something about if I win and then she caught herself. herself. Yeah, that's, that's what made me think of that. Cause like she's she feels like she's in that bubble of like, I gotta win this competition. Yes. And well, that's yeah. that didn't that came through more clearly than ever this week when Kaylin on her exit yes. turned to Cassie yes. and was like I love you. Get engaged. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck, what? girl? Like, shouldn't you be more upset? One thing that's really come across is that no breakup has been that emotional. Colton yeah. has been dumped three times, yes. which by my count, I think is a record for The Bachelor. Juan Pablo maybe was dumped twice, but he's been dumped three times by Sydney, Elise, and there was one. Oh, and Heather. Okay. He never. She got her kiss and then she left. And and none oh, of those yeah. times did he really seem that upset. And it's like if he was self aware, he would like look in the mirror and be like, "What's wrong with me?" And, and every single every single person that leaves says there are people here that are not here for the right yeah. reasons. And yeah. he's like, "No, I know, no, he, that can't be right." <laughs> allegedly, it'll get to him once we see the fence jump. When are we seeing that thing? Well, do, do you have a theory as to what the fence? Do you have first of all? Unfortunately, do you know, I know. So I you can't, already know. I know. Yeah. This is a problem too. Is that I've learned that there's like well, I, spoilers out there. I didn't with get everything. spoiled. I just I saw the episode, dog. I watched oh, it. Oh, Dingus like spoiled for me. So it is coming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's next week. Can I, can I lay oh. out my theory just for fun? Yes, please do. I have a th- my theory because I just want I just want to get this on record so if it happens. Okay. Because, I, because first of all- I will confirm nor deny. First of all, I, uh, I, I before the season, again, I had no background with any of these people with Colton or anything. And I looked up the headshots of the women mm-hmm. and their ages and their jobs, the little bios on the site. Sure. I picked Cassie as the winner before the season started. Based on what? And I had, she had the look, the blonde hair, like the little scrunchy blonde hair. She seemed like the right age. She was from California. I thought that would help him. He feels like a guy that was into California. Yeah, he's like been living here. Right. Um, And then speech pathologist, I I bought into that. I was like, oh, so she's probably smart too. So I was was like, she's going to win. Do you still think she's smart? No. She's a dummy. She's she's very dumb. Who do you think Um, was the smartest of the season? 
Uh, uh, shoot. Really, just the older women that are mature. <laughs> like every every woman that has like some sort of life experience. They're like, well, that's the other way to change the show. Is yeah, to, is to make everyone older. Yeah, it's really that's really what it is. It's like every woman that's like basically all the girls that leave are the smartest. Where they're like, yeah, what are we doing? This is stupid. I know. They're like, I'm better than this. I don't yeah. need to go through this. Yeah, th- those are my favorite. Uh, so my theory is this. Um, because I want to get this on record. I did not get my Cassie pick on record, but I swear that that happened. So here's my theory of what the fence jump is. I think it goes to the fantasy suite with uh, Cassie. It feels like Cassie of the final three um, is not really into him as much. Mm. Uh, she said it in the thing. She's like, you could tell she's like kind of doesn't want to play it, doesn't want to say I love you, all that stuff. He obviously is very much into her because if he's picking up on any of these signs that all these women are telling him that there are people here for the wrong reasons, he would know that it's Cassie. At one point, he even said to her in an earlier episode, I'm picking up what you're putting down, like in the yeah. world's most awkward and like weird Anchorman reference. So it's obvious he's just physically attracted to Cassie, yes. and that's that's driving everything. So I think he takes Cassie to the fantasy suite, loses her virginity, loses his virginity, I'm sorry. Um, and then the relationship falls apart because one or both of them realize that was all we had was like this sexual tension. Sure. And then he freaks out and says, did I really just lose my virginity to a woman I'm never going to talk to again? And then he jumps over the fence and runs. That's my theory. Don't, don't you don't have to spoil it. I don't, okay. just, just, you don't have to make any comment. That I just want to get that on the record. And we can now move on to the next thing. I just want to put that on the record. Okay. Craig, is that good? Yeah, Noted. Right. Every, right. Everyone's got that on the record. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, do you find the fence jump impressive? Uh, it is actually impressive. There's no the there's no foot. There's no like little halfway foothold. You know, like you could just it's jump just over. It's just a standing start. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it right? is impressive. Yeah, and that's probably like he's like a, I've heard he's like six three two hundred or something like that. He that's probably like a, what an eight eight foot yeah. fence six foot or eight or ten. That's more athletic than anything he's probably done in his football career. That should be the highlights when they talk about it. I know. It. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it might it's it might be the most the most impressive high jump outside mm-hmm. of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Like maybe he should have been a track star. Um, I think you're. Yeah, I think so. My other complaint, uh, w- while I have you, because again, I, this is very exciting. Sure. That I'm here on the bachelor party. Where was the two on one this season? There wasn't one. Yeah, they and had why just not? didn't what do was one. The I don't know. Sometimes on the fly, they will realize that like it, like timing wise or whatever doesn't work out. Also, it might have been a numbers thing because so many women kept just leaving. leaving. <laughs> they, they didn't have to do it because we had those three exits. Then Demi left because he said he couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that woman, Caitlin, was sent home pretty early. And that's five, I think. Yeah. That's five who leave like on the, like outside of the, the typical process. And that's a lot for this that show. Is a lot. I don't think that many has happened before. I just felt so cheated when you saw the pageant girls at the start of the, the series, the start of the season. I mean, sure. um, you're just like, this is awesome. The two on one that's inevitable I know, that's is going to be so great. I was so disappointed in that storyline. I am too. But you what? know, with Kaylin, she's been through so much, and now we even know, in addition to being a sexual assault survivor, having her father not around fucks you up. Yeah. Like, that's upsetting. That's hard. And so I think with someone like her, who seemed, like, really competitive, and, like, she's, like, there to play, but also, not but, and additionally, has, like, a pretty, like, tragic and moving and, mm-hmm. co- like, contoured story— it's pretty, pretty shitty to put her in an even more manipulating, exploitative situation. So yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that to her. Well, I I guess I was just saying the assumption. Probably, they probably assumed they were going yeah. to. I it, thought they were going to do it and then Hannah would just go home and then Kaylin, so that way like Kaylin still wins that round. But I just, the payoff of that was like, what, what are we, you know, because I, I got sucked into the pageant thing and then I, they just have course. a five second conversation where it's like, hey, we shouldn't fight anymore. Okay, I wonder, I wonder how anymore. long it actually was. Like probably yeah. like a good like 20 minutes yeah. or something. Who side were you on? Um, 
I was, oh man, I didn't like them both. <laughs> I was like not into, into Hannah B at all. Yeah. However, then uh, when she was able to like be like more fun and when she, yeah. Hannah Beast came out, I got really into her. I I've talked myself that. into her now. I would agree with that. At the time when they were fighting, at the height of the, at the zenith of the fight, um, sure. I just didn't like them both. I felt like Kaylin, I could see through her her thing. Her, her, yeah. yeah. I could see what was going on there. Um, but then Hannah was also kind of a little out there. So, but I do like her now. She seemed more, I, I liked her exit. That's, that's what I've learned is like, I like classy the, exit. I like the classy exit. I like the girls that are like, yeah, I, I, you know, I have bigger aspirations than winning a reality show. Two and, places yeah. you should never cry. One at work. Just go outside <laughs> in the bathroom. Don't let anyone see. <laughs> Number two, in the limo as you're leaving the bachelor. Yeah. Do not cry. Unless you want to be the bachelorette though. I guess so. Right? I don't. No one. No one's a pretty crier. Like really, mm. no one. It's hard to accomplish that. What? So who? Who do we think is going to be the bachelorette? That's a great conversation. Let's get into it. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Support from today's show comes from Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well and easy affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle, including paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten free, and omnivore. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness and delivered right to your door. And recipes that are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. You can even switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. Green Chef makes it so easy when you get home from work. All you have to do is follow their directions, don't have to think too much, and you'll so quickly have a meal. I highly recommend it. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash bachelor. Again, that's greenchef.us slash bachelor for $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. New arrivals come in daily and every single item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. In fact, The Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shopping can sign women's and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online, visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. So again, shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with promo code REAL. That's the realreal.com promo code REAL for 20% off select items. Let's talk about Bachelorette. Who's your number one pick? Oh, man. I think I've, I've slowly talked myself, even maybe it's just you saying it, but uh, maybe Hannah. Maybe yeah, Alabama Hannah, Hannah might be the I one. I want it to be her too. Also, I, it's an ABC show. Yeah. Presumably, Alabama will be excellent at college football again next yes, year. There's so much synergy between the college football playoff and the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. Like, just make it happen. Let's get some. The Bachelorette will film like late March to late May. Yeah. Let's get some spring practice involved. Just get. <laughs> Let's get Nick Saban on the show. Maybe like every contestant, a former Alabama football player. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the Alabama practice facility is like legendary, right? Yeah, for like being yeah. amazing. Like, let's go. I, 
I That's love, a good idea. I love that. She's got she's got a ton of personality. Uh, whether you know, I, I went back and forth on whether I liked her that much, but um, I felt something watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she's you, you had, yeah, you had some also, sort of emotion. She's a type of pretty where she's so goofy that it kind of like undercuts the fact that she's actually stunning. Can can I At just to me it does. Can I just applaud her uh, as a man? Um, because I'm sure the women <laughs> I'm sure the women <laughs> applauded this. this. Yeah, right. <laughs> As a white male, um, I'm sure the the women picked up on this, but like I I want to say that I picked up on it as well that she was not wearing makeup in a lot of these scenes, yeah. and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I, I really genuinely did. I'm not even trying to get like because I I thought like congrats to you for yeah, liking a natural woman. I'm, I'm a very yeah I'm very progressive here. Um, That's what everyone says about you. It was it was it was <laughs> kind of jarring at first, but then you're like, oh, this is cool. It was because you think like every single girl that goes on there is gonna be fake Listen, and do it makeup be, for. It should be a requirement. Colton should have to see you without makeup. You right. can't you can't get serious with someone if you only seen them made up. But but just the fact that she was doing that speaks to her confidence. Totally. And I was or that, laziness. That was yeah. Or that that could be it too. That could be it too. One or the other. <laughs> As someone who doesn't wear a lot of makeup out of laziness, you never know. But she, um, yeah, I, it is true. Early on in the season, she was she'd be makeup free, and she's yeah. really pretty. She is pretty. Um, it, I think I just kind of go into this. I start with no. I, I kind of go into it with I don't respect any of the contestants because I'm like, if you're going on the show, you want them to earn it. You have to earn it. And so when she does something like that, I'm like, okay, you might be normal. And then like Tasha's dad. Uh, loved it. Loved it. I'm like, okay, now I like you a little bit more. Totally. Uh, that sort of stuff. What about I, Cassie's dad? Like I liked. I, I didn't like him at first, and then he won me over. Stuck like to his guns. That would be a premature blessing. Seemed I love like it. a little bit of a hard ass at first, but then I he was genuine with it by the end. And I, know. I liked him. Yeah. I liked it. So apparently, her sister is dating this guy Greg Sulkin, who is a British actor, and he's like mega famous on Instagram. He has four point two million followers. What isn't that crazy? That's, yeah, she went to the Vanity Fair Oscars party. That's that's how this came up. Oh my gosh! I know. See, these are the things that you don't. Uh, as someone who's not a part of Bachelor Nation, right. I feel like, do I want to know that? Are, are these things I want to? Does that enhance the show? Do you think, or does that? Kind it doesn't. Of, it doesn't enhance watching the show, but it gets you hooked. It's yeah. Like, so, like episode to episode doesn't make a difference, but but I think the show is happy that this whole economy has sprung around it because it keeps people like in, invested. Yeah. Because yeah. like you follow them on Instagram. Then you forget to unfollow them. So then you're just like stuck with this bachelor yeah. content like for forever. That's not me because I don't follow reality people. I just check in on them. And I also am a major muter. I will mute you so <laughs> fast. You have no idea. But yeah, I think that's the kind of thing like you don't really need to know, but it just, it gets you hooked. Okay. So like if you wanted to, you know, get a passport to Bachelor Nation, you'd have to just really be exploring Instagram a little bit more for the information. I'm worried though, because I've, I've I've learned that the whole season spoiled or something. Like it, this is a thing now. There's a have guy- you heard of Reality I, Steve? I, I was about to say, I've heard of this guy, Reality Steve, this that just ruins like, everything. It's honestly and, like talking to an immigrant right now, like a new arrival yeah. here at Ellis Island of Bachelor Nation. Again, when I was watching it, like when I was- I, I should say I was very, very into the first season of The Bachelor. And but when I was watching, I'm not even sure if Twitter was around yet. I'm not sure if, you know, like Reddit certainly wasn't around. No, like wasn't. that wasn't really a big thing. Um so you just the watch Bachelor, the show. The Bachelor predates Twitter. Yeah. So you would watch the show, you would talk about it with other people that watched the show, and that was it. And there was no following the sh- contestants on Instagram or anything like that. So the few times I get back into it, it's like wild that that there are people there are uh, presumably millions of people that know how this show is going to end yeah. already. I don't understand wanting to know. It's weird. Yeah. I I try really hard to stay unspoiled. I get a lot of tips in my DMs, which is helpful, but I don't want to know because like it makes it harder to talk about it earnestly and like without like having like hide that you have information. I could see when I was saying what I think is going to happen with the fence. I could see you just like wanting to melt and 
Well, like I just tried yeah. to like stonewall you so, so that nothing would would uh, would come through. Um, if it's not ha- Alabama Hannah, who else do you want for Bachelorette? Um, hmm. I would say just an older woman. Then by older, I mean like like thirty, twenty seven is old in, in yeah. this universe. At it's this really point. true. Um, not a lot of options there. Yeah, Tasha like seems okay, she's but not too really. Honestly, I think she's too yeah. normal. And like her major like story is that she got divorced, and like I don't know, that's not really a story. And it's do normal. We, and do we do, do we have a timeline with that? Do we have um, like when it was? Just how recent? just like how. I don't know. Like, do you get divorced? Would she go on the show like a month after she was divorced? Is this like two? You know what I mean? Because that that matters to me. Is it like have you really processed it, or were you like the, my very first thought after my divorce is I'm going to jump on a reality show? Because yeah, that, it's like where are you at with your therapy? Yeah. Like, will you be get asking to call your therapist while you're on the show? Like right. stuff like that. They do have a staff psychologist actually who okay. travels with the show. Um, uh, I don't think it was that recent, but there is a rumor about her that she had a boyfriend right until going on the show. Oh. So that's mm. not not great. But Tasha yeah. is just too normal. She's she is just too normal. She's got a real job. Like she's just too regular. She would not be. She doesn't. She doesn't have enough. Um. She's very like motherly to me. She kind of like seems for Colton like she's very. He's comfortable around her. She seems like she's close to a lot of the women in the house. But that's just that's not a successful strategy for being the bachelorette. Yeah. So mm. I I don't know. I don't know. Did you like I any? Mean, did you like anyone else's family? Where you're like, oh, your family that's won me uh, over. Basically, it was Tasha and Cassie's family because they were the they were the two families that were like, "This is stupid." I know, <laughs> and, I, and, and and I should say like, I'm not I'm I'm not crapping on the entire premise because I obviously watch it and I enjoy it. It's just someone has to be a voice of reason of in course. these families, and that you know, I, I don't want the dad. I don't. I'm not going to cheer for the dad that's just like yelling at his daughter, "Don't do this." It's just I want some voice of reason, and the families where they go into these living rooms, and the guy's like, "Can I marry your daughter?" And he's just like, "Sure, why not? You seem like a nice guy." That's red flags for me like crazy <laughs> so um those are the only two families that i like there anytime anytime anyone in the family says now hang on a second <laughs> let's yeah. break down you spent let's talk about it you spent 6 hours with this guy probably one on one time Total. in the last yeah yeah in the last 5 weeks or whatever it is uh let's pump the brakes also I imagine like not being able to talk to your daughter for like 8 weeks however long mm. it was and then the first time having to do it with this loser around is it is it mandated that they have to propose by the way in the show no it's not it is not. Brad Womack famously did not propose. Um, I think he was the only one. Did he? Did he? Oh, and now they did Juan Pablo. He also did not propose. But they, did they still pick people, or did they? Juan just Pablo say- picked someone. Her name was Nikki, and that did not go well, and it was very awkward. Juan Pablo is a total asshole, though. Um, <laughs> and um, Brad Womack picked no one, and then he came back oh, on a second a time. Move. And he did pick someone, and they're no longer together. I'm sure. I'm sure Bachelor Nation hates Brad Womack, but that sounds Brad like Womack a baller has, move. <laughs> yeah, they do. He's like the most despised. I hate Brad Womack, but not because he did that. Like that's fine. Yeah. But it, it was that was kind of like pre-social media. If that okay. had happened with social media, it'd be really different. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it'd be cool if Colton at the end of this was like, uh, I'm not going to propose to you. I'm 23 or whatever. 24. How old he's is he? 20, oh, he's 26. The contestants are like that. Yeah. yeah. Cassie is like, 23. 23, yeah. So is Hannah B. I mean, if so he was Hannah like, uh, I'm not going to propose. We're way too young, but you want to keep dating or something? Like, I know. Be, that would be very refreshing. <laughs> I know. And that like should be an option. Yeah. But then I guess it's hard it to, to drum up the drama. I know. Yeah. Um, let's talk about another show we're both watching. Okay. The Challenge. Yes. Are you always watching The Challenge no. or you're just back in? So I have a rule with people in my life uh, that, are, that mean a lot to me that I love. That, uh, I will watch one reality show that you want me to watch. 
So wow. for most people, it's The Bachelor. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of so what you're watching two shows right now. Yeah, and my brother, for my brother, it's The Challenge. He came to me and Is said, "Is he older or younger? He's older than me." Okay, and he said, "You got to watch The Challenge." He said, "This would be a great season to jump in on." I've never watched a second of it. My my only exposure to The Challenge was when Johnny Bananas came to the Grantland party. Yes, and gave uh, a legendary uh, toast. Yes, yes, and before that toast, he talked to me for like a half an hour, and I had no idea who he was, and he thought that I knew, knew who he was. was. What did you talk about? Uh, I had a shirt on, this the, a Cleveland shirt. And so uh-huh. he's talking to me about his, I think someone, is, his uncle or his grandpa lives in Cleveland. And I was okay. like, dude, cool. And and I, I I was very over this guy. And then one of the one of the people that worked at Grandland came over and told me who he was. And I was like, I don't know if that makes me hate him more or like him more or what, but. um, It was such a weird, yeah. memorable evening. Yeah. That was a great was party great. though. Yeah. Really good one. I remember getting- So I was, I was actually excited to see him on the, the season of the challenge. I, so know, I was like, I know that guy. Spoiler alert. We're yeah. going to pause. Okay, you've been warned. Very, very bad acting for him. Yeah, it's like it watching Jordan on The Wizards. It's mm. really tough. Yeah, Johnny Bananas is officially washed. Is he? So is he a legend because he's good at the game? Because he's good at the show in the sense of like a personality or both? Have you ever watched the show? Never watched a second. I'm telling you, oh I don't. My even, God. I'm telling it's you, just, I'm, that's honestly it's weirder <laughs> to jump into the challenge now than oh. The Bachelor. Well, I'm so mad at my brother because he said this would be a great season to jump into, and well, I'm watching it, true. and I'm like. I'm so confused as to what this is, but okay. I kind of like it. But um, here's the, what is it? Here's the 20 second overview of how, yeah. how we got from the start of the real world in 1992 to now. The real world started in 1992. Shortly thereafter, they introduced road rules. About after five seasons of road rules, there was a special like mini series in between called the real world road rules challenge. Five real worlders, how to compete in road rules In road rules. They take away all of your credit cards, et cetera. And you have uh-huh. to like compete in like missions to get money and move on to the next thing. It's like a really high, a really high end, high production value treasure hunt, basically. So that's, and so that yes. was successful. And that featured, um, Sean, what's his, Sean Duffy, who is in Congress with his Wait, what? Yes, Sean Duffy who's <laughs> who is in Congress from Wisconsin. He's extremely right wing, extremely right wing. He and Rachel Campos who was from the second season of Real World Real World uh San Francisco met on that show. They got married. It's like one of the first reality TV okay. couples. It's crazy cuz he's so mega successful and is like part of like the far right of Congress. Like he's probably like cool Trump, let's keep doing our thing. <laughs> Uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, from there, they're like, oh, we're really onto something. So they introduced the Real World Road Rules Challenge. And for the first, like, several seasons, uh-huh. there would be 12 people from Real World and 12 people from Road Rules, and they would compete in challenges. Oh, okay. Whoever won got to stay in, like, a really nice tour bus or a really nice house and whatever. It was kind of—it was more like Road Rules than it was like Real World, but this new thing, the challenge, was born. Okay. From there, shit's just going— yeah. Crazy. From there, it, it evolved into the challenge being the main event in the Buna Murray MTV world. So they would cast Real World and Road Rules really to find people who would go on to compete in the challenge. And it was mm. kind of like a feeder system. Okay. It was like, it became, the, like, Real World and Road Rules became like AAA for, um, <laughs> for, for Major yeah. League Baseball. And so then, <laughs> they're laughing at me. Next <laughs> so then, then, Reality TV really takes off. There's uh-huh. so many shows and the challenge has to keep competing and upping its game. So it would do stuff like have a season called Fresh Meat where it would have 12 people who've been on the show several times, veterans, get paired up with just 12 randoms, like people from the mall, people from casting, like whoever. And they, and then they, that was how they would like replenish in the cast. That went on for a long time. They'd always be finding ways. And then they would have like 
Johnny Bananas could bring his cousin for a season and be like bloodlines, all this stuff. And it shifted from being like a team sport to an individual sport, which you also needed alliances. So it kind mm. of integrated like the, the concepts of Survivor into it. And now it is just this mega reality show where yeah. anyone who's ever been on any reality program is invited and welcome to join as long as you speak English. And that's crucial because <laughs> they got a guy from Mexico. They got Australians. They got a ton of the people from England. I love the Brits. They have yeah. rejuvenated this franchise. And that's why it's a good time to jump in is because everyone knows the reason why the show is good again is because of the British people. And so after two seasons of dabbling with the Brits, they're full on and there's like seven uh, of them and it's dope. Okay. I've just, I, I've just I feel explained like, it to you. Yeah, I feel like I'm up to speed now. It was, <laughs> you are. <laughs> it was very, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. And it's, so Johnny, back to your question. Yeah. Johnny, for a long time, with his cronies, would dominate the game. He'd come back every season. He'd come with an alliance already. He would train for the show, so he'd be in top physical shape, and he would just win. He'd run the is table. He, is he a brute force guy, or is he a scheming? Uh, if, if You know, we work Both. at the ringer, so let's do some Game of Thrones sure. analogies. Is he more of a little finger type? Or more of a, um, <laughs> who's a guy that's not little finger? Like the mountain? <laughs> the mountain, yeah, there you go. I would say ultimately he <laughs> is more of a little finger, but he is a good athlete. Th okay. That's the thing is like he would be, he does well enough in the challenges to like get immunity. Mm -hmm. But so the real turning point with Johnny is about, let's see, it happened um, in 2016, I think. Um, Johnny and his, his partner, Sarah, won. And at the yeah. end, it was sprung on them that they could either, um, Keep or split. Keep or split. Yeah. And he, or he or share to, split, yeah. Yeah, he decided to keep it, which actually is a concept introduced by Bachelor Pad years before that. But anyway, I, yeah. Johnny did that, and ever since he hasn't won, and people think it's like oh. a, a karma that's oh. coming back to bite him. Where do they, the, the other question I have with the challenge, where do they film this thing? It's obviously in a desert. Great question. But it, uh, looks it looks stunning. Like, yeah, it looks it? unbelievable. Beautiful like, vistas. Um, it's in Namibia, in Africa. Really? Yes. And last season, I forget where it was, but it was oh. criticized for not being too physically challenging enough. It was like too easy. And so they made it like really tough this it's time. It's really in Africa. Wow. Mm -hmm. They they put a lot of money that. into this. Although yeah. I imagine filming in Africa, probably a lot of like upfront costs to get all the production yeah. there. But then once you're there, it's probably pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm, it's wild. I'm into it. Who's um, your favorite on this on this cast, uh, I like the West guy because he doesn't West. like Johnny Bananas, and I feel yes. like I feel like a kindred spirit. I was I like, love yeah, West. yeah, I like the West a lot. West yeah. is kind of like old school, left for a while, and now he came back. He probably needs money. It feels like Johnny Bananas, you know, just the way they talk about the history. It feels like Bananas does kick his ass all the time. Yes, because West is almost like admitting that he's like. But West is smarter than Johnny. He's like Johnny's That's in true. my head, and I can't, I, you know. I don't know, but West is smarter than him. Yeah, I can get that sense. West once boasted that he owned 52 businesses and had two monster trucks. <laughs> and by that, it actually turned out that he like had an incubator where he like invested in a few businesses. And I guess like he does have monster trucks. He, <laughs> Weston for a long time always had a girlfriend on the show, uh -huh. which, which made like someone that he, like he was on the real world, Austin. He started dating Johanna, who was this great Brazilian. Love her, miss her. Um, and then he was, and he always would like, then he was dating this woman, Kellyanne. Like he always has a, a showmance basically, yeah. which kind of set him apart because Johnny was a lot more of like a player kind of like will hook up with girls, Yeah, but okay. like them. I don't know. I, I like, I respect Johnny. Like I respect LeBron, but I, but I don't <laughs> oh love Johnny. Like I don't love LeBron, but I think, I think Johnny is the LeBron of the challenge. It's the best he's way to the put LeBron. him. Okay. He's got longevity. He's got a multifaceted and game. The alt-right congressman is Jordan. Oh my is, God. <laughs> I don't think he's all right. Oh, he's he's just, just far right. He's just far right. Okay. But he's not like, but he's, he's not like part of Pizzagate. Okay. He's from Wisconsin. Just, I mean, it's a pretty, 
Yeah. I don't know that they also elected Scott yeah. Walker or whatever. So this isn't <laughs> politics. Uh, but yeah, I'm so glad you're watching this show. I, I am glad too. Uh, it's been fun. I'm excited to watch the end of, of both of these shows. But yeah, mostly The Bachelor. Oh, just, I'm very you know, Bachelor. the challenge is going to go on for like four months. Like it'll no go shit. on for a They like, they <laughs> oh, really stretch it out. So you've made a big promise to your a, brother. Oh, low Lord. <laughs> um, it, it'll be easier once college basketball's over. I'll get, I'll get, I'll be able to watch it more. But yeah, um, you have so much time to fill. Yeah, yeah. With, so, with all of that, would hard. you rather go on the challenge or the bachelor? Uh, definitely the challenge because where Way I'm from, fun. yeah, where I'm from, uh, you, you know, act, if, once again, you're where, acting like you're from a foreign yeah, country. No. <laughs> where I'm from, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I still have the toxic masculinity inside of me. So, uh, I, I am more in tune with the idea of just like physical challenging, like sure. tackling guys in mud pits for to get the ball across the line sure. versus like showing your feelings in front of 30 women and Do you think that you stuff, would like, so. if you had to do like a wrestling challenge on the challenge, like how aggressive would you be? Uh, I, I would try to turn it into a joke at first and then um, I, I would get pretty aggressive like once I get punched in the mouth or something, mm-hmm. like once once it starts to go down. Have but you ever I had would, like a like a seriously physical bar fight? No, I'm. I'm that, I like, ha- that happens on the challenge among cast members. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm just wondering how you do. I'm a big time diffuser, but uh, you are. Yeah, I can. D- I diffuse things when it gets okay. bad. I diffuse it with the. Uh, I don't know. With humor. I try some. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, because I I've had teammates that like have tried to kill me a few times. Like actually, I'm trying to think like how I got out of like, it. Yeah, from love or like actually because no, because like, I'm just like yeah. annoying and they didn't like, like Evan me. Turner. Yeah, Evan Turner and uh, another. I I wrote a story in my book. One of the teammates tried to fight me as I was getting out of a shower. Um, so I was like naked in the locker room, like about to get my ass kicked. And um, I think I just tried to make jokes about. It. But like, if if something goes down, I th- I'd like to think I could scrap a little bit. I don't know. Well, we don't know because but, yeah, you get out knows, of it, right? Yeah, I'd find a way to weasel out of it. So. Okay, so we're gonna get you on the challenge. Yeah, give you on the challenge. Now that they accept basically anyone, perhaps yeah. they'll accept a podcaster. There you and, go. And writer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mark Titus, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a dream come true. I can check this off my bingo card. I'm trying to hit all the ringer podcasts. I How get, many do I you get, have? Now? I get ten. Ten. I get one free. Right. That's how it works. So. How many have you been on now? Like three. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I've been on House of Carbs. I've been on this. All right, that's four. I've been on Bills. Bill. Been on my own. I've been on uh, Ringer NBA. I don't know if they've had me on. <laughs> I'm in charge of the yeah, podcast, yeah. so All right. let me know if you're All interested. Right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And of course, thank you to today's sponsors. Thanks again to Brilliant Earth. Brilliant Earth is the global leader in ethically sourced fine jewelry and the destination for creating your own custom engagement ring. Choose from a variety of beyond conflict-free diamonds and other fine jewelry crafted from recycled precious metals at BrilliantEarth.com. And now with your Wells Fargo Jewelry Advantage credit card, you can enjoy no interest if paid in full within 12 months, subject to credit approval. See the website for terms and conditions. For the 12-month financing offer... And to shop all Brilliant Earth selections, just go to brilliantearth.com slash bachelor. And finally, 
Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. The new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. It's therealreal.com with the promo code REAL, R-E-A-L.